0: Hey friends, and the time has come for the last episode of the season, I hope you enjoyed the journey with me and my wonderful guests. Today I have a special guest who is my dear royal brother, Robert Falls Jr. He's the founder and CEO of Cost to Cost Bowlers Enterprises. He is a superstar community organizer of Cost to Cost Bowlers basketball division events, featuring kids, boys and girls, and men with college basketball experience, semi-pro and NBA talent. He is also a public speaker. He has an online university for mindset training called Cost-to-Cost Bowlers University. He also has a book division for Cost-to-Cost Bowlers Enterprises and is finishing up his first two books, The Bowler Mindset and The Bowler Effect. Robert does so many loving and empowering things. It's no way to put it all in this intro, so stay with us. Hi, my dearest brother in the (laughs) world how are you today i'm so happy to have you here today
1: thank you thank you so much i'm so happy to have um be here for you to have me um i'm so excited i can't control myself i'm ready to have some fun
0: breathe <laughs> <laughs> thank you breathe.
1: thank you I'm telling myself that right now in my mind. So. We All connected
0: right. several years ago through one fav- fantastic group, but I felt that soul connection with you right away. And you are one of my favorite people in the entire world. And everything that you are creating is unbelievable. But there is something which I noticed. Is it really true that Barack Obama is following you on Twitter and supporting your work?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So a comedian, tell us a little I, bit.
0: Tell us got, a little bit about funny. that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I got a funny story. So a comedian friend of mine, he's big time now he's doing MTV doing, you know, all these TV shows, right? Um, Snoop loves him. I mean, all the celebrities love him, right? He does impressions and, um, and he um, does um, uh, voiceovers of other people. So Mm -hmm. he did a a voiceover of Barack Obama, where he's telling um, uh, people to follow me on Twitter like him. And uh, um, and he fought, and and he seen it, and he loved it, he thought it was hilarious. Um, the thing that my friend from the comedian, his name is uh, Savvy the Music, uh-huh. and um, yeah, he did this funny skit about the ball of mindset, and he put Barack Obama in it, and they loved it. So, ever <laughs> since, you know, we just been rocking out. <laughs> you are
0: just brilliant. I would and like then, you. So one
1: more thing, so I can plug this. So one more thing, he Barack Obama has this um organization called My Brother's Keeper. Mm-hmm. And his his organization, his crew, they hit me up, and mm-hmm. we do our community work as well. So that's one of the things we do.
0: Wonderful, wonderful, yeah, you are just brilliant. I know that, but I want my audience to know that too. Uh, tell us a little bit about what is behind the the the, the border mindset and everything that you are doing, because that's yes. so cool.
1: But so please
0: I'm, tell us more about it. So I'm
1: coming from Mark Zuckerberg and Kanye West and um, uh, who else is on? Who's winning? It? uh, in the eyes of the world right now, Elon Musk,
0: mm-hmm. as far as
1: like the, the philosophy is the philosophy of winning mm-hmm. and it's undeniable because business people, they talk about it all the time. When you have a team, mm-hmm. you have to work together, all these different things. And, um, the, the way that I've got I've learned and I got my foundation of being a champion and winning, winning and team concepts is through sports. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows, you know, through sports, you can, you can get people to work together. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Nelson, Nelson Mandela said that um, all the people on the planet really connects the most. The energy, the frequency is the highest when mm-hmm. we're um, actively involved in sports together. It mm-hmm. brings us together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so immediately I knew that I had something because sports, basketball in New York when I was a kid growing up, gave me this mindset of a baller because of mm-hmm. my training, because of my practice. And I want the kids to know this too. Like it's mm-hmm. not. I'm not saying you tap into this mindset and automatically. Poof! You're a baller. No, <laughs> I tell the kids that all the time. don't work that way. Mm-hmm. Um, if you if you if you're not there yet, there's levels, there's steps to it. So like Grant Condone does the 10x, I do 10x bowling. So mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. there's levels to it. So once you get to um, the highest level, then yeah, because you practice and you train first, you got to put the work in in mm-hmm. order to be a baller. You can't, that goes mm-hmm. hand in hand. You got to believe. Mm-hmm. You have to put the work in too. So the baller mindset is is something that I um that I that I coined, I trademarked all that stuff. Um, So nobody can um, use it or or I get some credit because that's how it is in this world sometimes. But um, (laughs) I'm coming from from Mark Zuckerberg and um, Facebook because his story is similar to Mm mine. And I know even the people that passed away, the ones we celebrate and we quote them, Mm -hmm. they all had a winning um, mindset. All the concepts that a baller has in sports, they had it. So for, for the present moment, all the winners, all the, all the bowlers in their business right now, you're most definitely a bowler in what you're doing in your business and LinkedIn, the list goes on and on, you're doing TED Talks. It's just amazing. You're a bowler at what you do. There's a winner at what you do, hands down about it. And it's a frequency of the energy. So I tap into it and that's why my energy is always high and stuff like that. And I'm displaying what I call the bowler effect. Once you tap into that energy, you that's how, you, that's, that's how people get to see and feel You know how I feel from my experience. Not just it's not just a feeling alone because if you haven't experienced stuff, the feeling is a little different. Mm -hmm. But since I have all these experiences, my my um my feelings for it is just you know ten x.
0: I'm having the goosebumps, like seriously. Me too. too. Mic drop. Mic drop.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting goosebumps talking about too, but it's so amazing for the kids too. Like it's it's a game changer. Like literally, like in sports, like it's a game changer mentally. You know. What I mean? yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Tell us a little bit about your story. How you came to do what you're doing now?
1: Yes, I mean <laughs> Michael Jordan. I have to, the first person that I can think of in my head because he's actually trending right now in the news. And we're about to do a clubhouse event about pro athletes and um, mm-hmm. uh, um mm-hmm. personal branding. It's so important to um do personal branding. That's what I did. I actually dropped out of sports and in the whole the politics version of it. Trying to go from college to the NBA. I dropped out of that and I tapped into my own power mm-hmm. and I branded myself. Welcome. So, right, right. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you for letting me join the party. I'm, I'm so happy to join the party. I really am. I love I love all you guys, independent um entrepreneurs. It's an amazing feeling. You don't have nobody telling you what to do, you do what you want, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, exactly. it's so fun, right? But um, but yeah, so growing up. You know, everybody loved Michael Jordan. He's from Brooklyn. He was born in Brooklyn, but mm-hmm. he moved as his family moved into North Carolina as a kid. Mm-hmm. So a lot of basketball players from Brooklyn, if you ask any successful basketball player mm-hmm. um, from Brooklyn that went to the NBA or played semi-pro, list goes on and on. Mm-hmm. They tapped into Jordan's energy. They Everybody wanted to be like Mike, like those commercials that they used to be yeah, back in yeah. the day.
0: Uh-huh. So
1: I trained my butt off whenever I could, because my parents would re- re- restrict me, because I lived in a dangerous neighborhood. I, li- mm-hmm. I grew up in Brownsville, Brooklyn, the same crazy area that Mike Tyson is from. And if you if anybody do their story on Mike Tyson, he talks about how it was a horrible place to live. And, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. people that, that go there and visit, they scared to go. Mm-hmm. When
0: mm-hmm. they go to
1: New York, they scared to go in that area. So I was born and raised in that area, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? But I, but I tell people all the time. People laugh laughing. it's funny. Like all this stuff is funny in hindsight. But I had a beautiful time. I had a wonderful time. Don't <laughs> give me <that.
0: laughs> And you tell me, my life is a movie. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah like... Your life is absolutely a movie because. Yours no story is that too. Wrote. Like
0: to be honest here. Like okay, yours is too. Like seriously. Yeah, yeah. I
1: mean, I, I always thought my 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 story was interesting because my father my dad he don't like to talk about it. he likes to be behind the scenes and i used to like to be behind the scenes too i'm junior mm-hmm. but i had to come out like it just made sense i had to come out and show myself and share with the world so i can help people and all those good things but my dad was honestly because if we want to do the color thing because i don't like to do the color thing but the black like he was the only black dude in my neighborhood which they call the projects right or the hood in America, right? Like dangerous areas, right? People don't have no food, they don't government cheese and all that dramatic stuff, right? But don't get don't get me wrong, it was dangerous. People was like mentally ill and hurting each other and you know, you know, hurting their neighbors and robbing each other, killing each other, mm. doing a lot of crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. So these Italians, which at one point I guess he was supposed to be my godfather or whatever, but this Italian guy named Pete, Mm -hmm. Um, he wound up doing um, me and my my father back in the days when I was a kid Mm -hmm. and started doing business with him and they started opening up stores in the projects in the hood where um, Mm -hmm. it's dangerous to open up stores there like you'll get extorted like the the project guys that think they tough and got guns they would come and try to extort you and say hey you got to pay us every week or Mm -hmm. we're gonna rob you or that type of stuff Mm -hmm. but my father was so my father had like six brothers. They were so known in Brownville where I'm from and no, nobody want any problems with them. So they linked up together and then they opened up a couple of um, pizza restaurants with my father's name on it. And to this day, people praise him in the community. He don't even want to leave because he feel like a celebrity in Brooklyn. You know what I mean? So, but I would tell him all the time, "Dad, you don't have to stay there. Like you, know what I mean? you can visit." But anyway, so you know, but but that's my story though. Like my story is really interesting because I was always protected as a kid. Like nobody didn't bother me, but I would see things. Like I would see kids get picked on, getting robbed. And then I, I try to take an active role so you could tell how it was even back then. I would take an active role and, and if I knew you, like, and you needed to go to the store for your parents, they send you to the store and you won't come back without, you know, which, with the stuff because people take it from you. Because there's usually like older guys in front of the corner stores and stuff. Mm-hmm, and if mm-hmm. they don't know you, if you're not somebody that's tough or somebody that has protection, <laughs> you are not leaving without giving them money or them taking your stuff. So I would literally walk with them to the store and say, hey, this is my friend. He's with me, leave him alone, that type of stuff. So I wow. was doing that. Yeah, I used to do that all the time when I was a teenager. So that energy of like wanting to help the community, help people, has always been installed in me. And I have to give credit to my dad because him and his brothers, they, they gave me the opportunity to be able to move around and do what I want and, and, and be who I wanted to be. I didn't have to pick and choose. Like, I had friends that had to, like, had to hang out with certain people to be popular. I was already, was already built in. My dad, I could take you to my dad's pizza shop and get you free pizza, like, you know what I mean? If I wanted to, you know what I mean? So people wanted to be my friend anyways, off the top, so.
0: Wow, now everything makes sense. You actually, you actually had that in yourself, like, growing up in that environment, and now you are just transferring all of that to a positive impact in the world and you're doing magical things i'm so proud to know you bro <laughs> it's like
1: <laughs> thank you thank you. Yeah, never... we're just getting started too we just we're just getting started because a lot of like there's a lot of gatekeepers too mm-hmm. right there's a lot of people that's like saying oh we're not letting you in you know what i mean but um, it's, it's it's 2021 now that game is over like yeah people people want authentic real people and yeah. you, that's i'm do that at, I, I do that best that's the best you know, that's, that's my baller energy. That's what I do best.
0: Yes. So. Yes, you do for sure. And, and you you are incredible in it. I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm always happy to see you and to, to do something with you and to just chat with you or speak with you. It's just such powerful. You have such powerful impact. And your personal brand needs to be like visible everywhere. Like you you are the beacon of the light for any kind of community not just like that but tell us uh, uh you were a scoring champion in the basketball right
1: it's funny i actually got um, huh? I, don't, I don't know if we if you if the, if the um, audience is going to see it but i actually got my one of my trophies one of my scoring trophies right behind us yeah um, I see. And, and i love that trophy um i keep it i love the energy in it so mm-hmm. the long story i mean short story about that is um and this is incredible too. But to me, it's like nothing. It's like simple to me. But for but if I tell a story, like, oh my God. like So um, I was in college my first year when I left New York and came flew to the West Coast. Mm-hmm. And I went, to, I went to a college called Treasure Valley, which is funny because, you know, trying to find the treasure of like, you know, the whole purpose of my life and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. in Treasure Valley. It's a small town. I'm, co- I'm getting a culture shock. I'm seeing uh, white dudes walking down the street with like a mohawk. And then I see like like um haystacks uh-huh. we used to go to parties there was cows in the back and it was just <laughs> a crazy I'm from the city so i was just, it was a crazy culture shock right so uh-huh. my first year I had an amazing time in, in college but my first year I had some issues with my teammates and I wound up one of my teammates wound up injuring me, injuring me in practice uh-huh. and I tore my patella tendon. and once that happened that's everything changed. My world changed. My coach started treating me differently because I couldn't impact the team anymore. I couldn't help. So mm-hmm. yeah. he didn't really have time for me. He didn't, they the school wouldn't pay for my, my knee surgery. So mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. was just it was just a sad time for me as far as like thinking like I'm had the illusion that they was treating me like a person, not like a like a racehorse. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you know how horses when they are done it's off, it's off to the next horse, right? Yeah. And yeah. once I experienced that, I was like, wow, I don't like this feeling. <laughs> so um mm. I, I dropped out well i finished the whole year out and then in the summer um i got picked up and they drove me to portland oregon slash vancouver washington area because washington in america and oregon the state of washington oregon is is close seattle and oregon is close to each other portland is close like hour and a half so long story short i supposed to got surgery but i still wound up playing because i love basketball my and they god had- <laughs> <And> they- <laughs> seriously <laughs> Yes, and they, and they had City League, they had men's City Leagues from guys who played college and, and played some pro and stuff like that. So I jumped right into the, the City Leagues because I was I just wanted to play, like I just wanted to play. And miraculously, I averaged 30 points a game, and I won the scoring title with a bum knee. And there's actually some film on YouTube with me being, har- be, um, me being harassed by the, by, the, by the refs. So the refs didn't know me, right? And the, mind you, I'm in a, like a all white town pretty much. So my team was like pretty much the only like black team um on on in that city at the time. And man, the refs used to try to cheat for the other teams and the scoreboard people would try to like hold our points, to act like we didn't score. It was just crazy. But that that's a segue because that's what made me say, you know what, I'm gonna start my own league so we can mm-hmm. eliminate all these crazy
0: problems. You see, this is how the magic happens. Mm-hmm unbelievable uh, uh, yeah. adversity
1: right when the adversity. adversity comes yep that's when the magic we get our light bulbs on and we start creating right exactly
0: and you became the, the best creator i ever known you remember we met in 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 one one group uh, several years ago and actually that was the place where i recorded my first video
1: Yes, I remember. That is I'm how crazy.
0: afraid I was to actually show up and to actually be who I am until you guys came and supported me. Because, like you, I didn't have any support around me at the time. And I just, you know, but I remember you from very first moment because you were one of the best like supporters yeah. and children. Yes. Uh, yeah, and you 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 just have that energy. And I was like, oh, wow, I maybe can do this.
1: <laughs> and once thanks I saw to your, you. Once I saw your video, I was like, let's go. You couldn't hear me, but I, I was like, yeah, let's go. See, but the funny thing is, <laughs> Brian is a genius, first of all, you know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah. I, he knew, he's, like, he knew already that, like, in, like, the future, what it was going to be like. Like, mm-hmm. he knew, like, once you guys tapped in or we tapped in and started shooting videos, we was going to see the growth from, yes. the, from that first video yes. to now. Yeah. So he knew already, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's an amazing it was such an amazing thing that happened There's so many awesome things magical things that happened in that group and you're mm-hmm. definitely the probably one of the number one amazing things that came out of um you know people from the growth standpoint of like when you started up until now you but
0: just, I couldn't Ooh. do it without you I, I I was afraid really I was like you know I need to step up and to speak and it was just you know that fear that what, how will people react? You know, I didn't have that self confidence, uh, like now, confidence. but See, but was... basically, you and the guys you supported me, and I was like, wait a minute, they will support me when I go out, and I'm going all in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm glad I, I'm um, uh, the creator of the universe gave me the the um awareness to step in and and share and share my energy with other people because I mean, in the public realm because. I already knew by playing sports and cause I'm a point guard. I'm the, like the little general on the, on the floor. Mm-hmm. So my job was to make sure I recognize my teammates and if they're not having a good game or they struggling, they are not hype or excited or on fire, I can help them with that. So I transferred that energy from off the court. That's exactly into my what you do.
0: That's exactly yep. what you do. And for all of us, I think we all yep. share the same opinion. Um, what was the first person who was the first person who taught you basketball?
1: Ooh. So I was I was being interviewed by um this guy named Glenn um Glenn Hardin. Mm-hmm. he says he has the number one New York City basketball podcast mm-hmm. on, on Instagram. And he asked me that. That's like the first question he asked me. And I have him tattooed on my arm. Um really? it's, Popeye, it's Popeye spinning a basketball on his on his hand. It was spinach that he had on his hand, but we changed it to a basketball. Uh-huh. So I looked at my grandfather as Popeye. And my grandfather was the one. put the basketball in my hand at a young age at an early age he taught me the fundamentals um about basketball he used to play three sports he played professional basketball um um, pro boxing and pro baseball wow Uh, um so it was amazing time to have him with me he died Mm -hmm. um when i was like i think 14 or something like that so ever since then i've been on fire trying to show him i know he watching me so i just wanted to show him that everything he poured into me I'm, I'm displaying and honestly too. I think I said this on my podcast, or or somebody else, I'm not sure. But if he didn't give me the love that he gave me, I wouldn't be this loving person to other people because in New York City, people are cutthroat and they and they mad. Like I'll tell you, my the place where I'm come from, where Mike Tyson's from, they're mean out there. Those people <laughs> they'll they'll kill you. Like seriously, <laughs> like this is not a movie. I've done seen dead bodies, all types of crazy stuff, right? So yeah, he was the only person that was like always nice. Like the only person. Like I, I love my parents, but they're not always nice. I mean, I can go down the, down the list, even teachers, right? That are, but he, he always consistently was nice to me and loving towards me. And I kept his energy with me. And I would share it with people all the time.
0: Wonderful. That's so beautiful. I have the same connection with my grandpa, like the same. That's why I was smiling all the time. It's incredible. And I know he's watching me now. Yes. From, from about...
1: grandpa too. Grandpa's awesome.
0: Now we're going to have some fun. Like we didn't have until now.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm already smiling. I've been smiling since we first started. Right.
0: Yeah. I will ask you quick questions and you have like 10 seconds to answer to me. Okay. Are you ready? no heart attacks and nothing like that
1: i'm gonna try i'm gonna try um yeah, i got some blood pressure um med so i'm gonna take, <laughs> take the medicine after we're done and
0: you will heal this when the time is up okay. okay what is your favorite book
1: so honestly i thought about that it's minds like i'm working on my um the ball of mindset book and kids and parents and adults and people online have been asking me, when am I gonna drop it? It's been maybe four years since um, I talked about maybe dropping a book. So I think the process of making this book, the, the ball of mindset book and um, sharing the ball of mindset in book form with the world is I think my favorite so far. But I do have other books that I've read, right? I read your book. Your book is amazing. I love your book. It's one of the, um, the, one of the top five books that I, that I have in my catalog um obviously dr um nandy i love his book too mm-hmm. i mean all all of the royals that came out with their books they were so heart-based right like they were yeah. so it yeah. was kind of like your baby like you know what i mean like your whole life you know that's why i said i love my book too because it's like your whole life in that first book you know what i mean so so yeah yeah i could go on I, and on i like Gary i absolutely
0: v, love the fact that you you were so honest because when when i when we ask people who actually wrote books or who are writing books they don't say their books my my favorite book is my book because Absolutely. i pour my heart and mind into it yes. and of course all these books which i read i really love and respect but my baby is my baby
1: right? exactly and exactly. And,
0: and i love you and there's nothing wrong with, like there is something something wrong with there's that there is nothing wrong with that yeah. yeah it's not self-centered it's just my you know like really my baby that would be like if someone asked me who is my favorite kid in the world my son of course <laughs> like <Right>. who else <laughs> i love your son too by the way he's so cute he's so funny so he knows english but he doesn't want to speak so he he bubbles all the time when when i speak with him english it's, it's very very funny um let's see the next one what do you like to do in your spare time except playing basketball
1: That's so funny. When I even in my spirit, in my spirit time, I love playing basketball. I just I knew that. That's what I said. I'm trying to think about it. Like I like to swim. I like to swim. So, Uh so the the people that don't know, I I like to swim. Sometimes they say so-called black people don't like to swim. So I'm I'm out here crushing all these myths about so-called Black people too, so.
0: You're yeah, crushing I, mates about Black people all, all over the place. So, yeah, so but yeah, I have well, to I tell you something here in Central Europe, it's very rare to see uh, uh, a Black person if that is the correct way for me to yeah. say. And we are very yeah. happy when we see, when we see someone. And if you come here and I'm inviting you to be my guest, then you will probably you know, be like Get a, a celebrity like, here up? and everyone yeah. will just run after you to take a picture. <laughs> So you know like right away as soon as you land you will be a celebrity because yeah, we love the love,
1: it. And the love overseas is amazing for um black people in America and they need to know that.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah, know, yeah, like, it's we, incredible. We have supportive. one very very huge music festival Uh, it's the biggest in europe and that's the only time when actually people from all over the world are coming here and yeah usually usually black people are like you know (laughs) the most interesting (laughs) and everyone runs after you to get at least one picture if not anything else so be prepared if you come here and i will invite you be prepared to be a celebrity right away awesome and uh, tell us a little bit about how people can find you, how they can reach out to you, and what we can expect from your magic.
1: Mm, so yeah, so Clubhouse is is awesome right now. I've been on fire; like I'm addicted to Clubhouse now. Um, I just we just jumped out of a room with Grant Cardone, and you know Grant was mess- was doing um, events with Brian at one point in, in yes, 2016, yes, I yes. and I missed it too because it was in my home city. They did an event together in new york at the nasdaq and i missed it because i was in houston trying to help somebody else i was trying to help my cousin make the nba mm-hmm. at the time mm-hmm. but yes um i have a lot of stuff going on i got my podcast show mm-hmm. that's been going amazing i've been having some amazing people on it um and yeah i could just go on and on i got a lot of stuff going on so just <laughs> check out coast to coast or you know just google my name and all the stuff pops up so
0: thank I you so much Thank you so much for being my guest. I truly enjoyed, it and I hope you did too.
1: It was my pleasure, of course, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> are you
0: talking about? <laughs> I
1: just need saying? some. I just need some popcorn, and I'm and I'm good. Like, <laughs> cool. But it's good to see you. It's always good to see you. I'm excited. Like one of the things that I would love to manifest. Is that we do a conference together, like all of us, like all of the, you know, the ex royals, if that's what you want to call them, um, you know, everybody that we know, and, and I bring in some of my friends that I'm that I know from that, that that's influences that wasn't in the royal society, you know, to, to get the energy high, but mm-hmm. I really. With the, I think that we're pushing towards, because like, okay, so the people in the world society, they're getting bigger now, right? Yeah. And so the more bigger we all get, then the more powerhouse is going to be. Yeah. So I think we should, I'll put the money up too to do a conference to for us to speak and to our audience. And That's one of my
0: everything. wishes too. I would really yeah. like to to meet all of you guys. And can you imagine the power of the energy at that place? Yeah, yeah, and we'll, It's just like, it's going to blow, blow the world. Yeah, I'm sure.
1: Absolutely. I'm, I'm excited for that i'm definitely excited for let's
0: that. make it we will make it
1: yeah for oh, sure yeah. yeah we'll keep we'll keep talking about it having <laughs> yeah. some jokes about it right <laughs> <Yeah.
0: So>. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make it thanks we'll so much it. once again and i'm looking forward to seeing you soon love you My Bye, love bye. You